well, Baker ain't been out of here for but at least about four or five seconds. And they already started the mudslinging. We'll break it down, give you the gossip and the tea. Coming up next on the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LLB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host, Mr. Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. The Barbershop 92.3, the fan on Saturday mornings at G Bush 91. One, it is Monday. Hope everybody had an incredible weekend. Um, you know, again, here's summertime. This is kind of what we all live for here as we take ourselves through the crazy pace of 365 days, 12 months a year. So we can get that three months in the summertime where we all let loose, live a little bit. Today's episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Just want to mention to everyone, we appreciate you all for making Lockdown Browns your first listen every day, whether it's your favorite podcast platform or now on YouTube. Uh, subscriptions keep climbing. We appreciate you guys. The growth over there has been tremendous. Um, we are pleased and excited, but certainly not satisfied. Let's keep that going. We want that this to be your number one stop every single day for your Cleveland Browns coverage. I'm going to get to a couple things here today. Uh, as Garrett mentioned, uh, I mean, you know, the closet hasn't even been repainted yet that Baker Mayfield's moved out of. And, you know, already, um, you know, more coming out, the truth to it, who knows. Um, We're going to get a little bit here. Uh, Miles Garrett, uh, you know, showing up to Las Vegas last evening. Um, You know, I'm sure he was trying every way possible to find his way onto the court, much to the chagrin of most Cleveland Browns fans. And the Deshaun Watson latest as far as when we may hear of a possible suspension. Um, but Garrett, um, apparently, you know, now the news is, and it's about one year, Garrett, one year removed from, you know, the last Camp Baker, everybody getting together down in Texas, you know, a little boat ride down the lake after working out. Um, we've gone as far as to bring video games and Halo into this, um, whether or not any of this is truthful, factual, who in the world knows now. Um, but this was... This was kind of what led to the ultimate departure here, partly. Um, whatever it is, there was a severe dissension within the ranks between the quarterbacks, between the wide receiver, between the tight end, and even between coaching staff as far as what was expected, what wasn't expected. Um, it seems that maybe a, a fracture started between Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski after the Patriots game last year. We've talked extensively about that game last year. Um, the Browns came out, went down the field, scored a touchdown, looked like it was going to be one of the better Browns weeks of 2021. After that, they got nothing done on offense. Defensively, they were pushed around. They were beaten. They, I mean, this was a game where this team was just flat out beaten up. It, it, there's just no way around it. They, it, it was a terrible, terrible effort all around that day in New England. And apparently – Miles Garrett, as we all know, spoke after the game about not enough adjustments, maybe so much on the defensive side of the ball. The offensive showing was, you know, 
to say piss poor was maybe <laughs> the best you could probably use to describe it. So apparently both Baker Mayfield, Miles Garrett needed to be spoken with the following day. Um, I don't know where the thinking or the thought process was here, where a number one, after a showing like that, you should have had both team leaders in a room at the same time. And you should have had everyone there, your head coach, your defense coordinator, your offense coordinator, general manager, whatever it needed to be. All right, Baker, what's the issues on offense? Miles, what is your issue with what's going on the defensive side of the ball? If it's supposed to be a team sport, you should have had both leaders there scheduled for a meeting at the same time. Apparently, the meetings were scheduled at the same time, but individually. So Coach Kevin Stavansky could not be in both rooms at the same time. His choice was probably his choice was to go meet with Miles Garrett, which meant Baker Mayfield was talking with the offense coordinator, whatever, maybe some sort of riff started there, blah, 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 blah. Who knows? But that apparently seems to be one of the things that started to lead to the ultimate fracture, uh, you know, of this relationship of Baker Maker, ba uh, Baker Mayfield and his future here with the Browns. But for me, Miles, and this is what I mean, Garrett, this is where it's kind of getting tricky is, you know, and I'll reiterate to this till I'm blue in the face. Everybody wants this to be about, oh, choosing so and so choosing. So da, 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 da. at the end of the day. Baker Mayfield is now going to the Carolina Panthers to try and save Matt Rule's job and his own NFL career. Odell Beckham Jr., we know what happened, but right now Odell rehabbing three-second ACL tear. Jarvis Landry is going to be a role-player wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Austin Hooper has been shipped off to the Tennessee Titans. So at the end of the day, it's not about taking sides. It's not about who was right, who was wrong. All four of these players, and this start going into 2020, was supposed to be the main cog of the Cleveland Browns passing attack. Yes, they knew they could run the ball well with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but they figured they were going to put up some solid, solid numbers through the air between these four players. They saw it for two years, and at the end of the day, the Browns basically, you know, Uncle Phil style, one after another, tossed them all out the front door. It, it boils down to production. And, and then we could talk all we want about who, who was at the fault, who, who was at the helm of it, who was the catalyst, who was doing more in the wrong. It comes down, I tell people all the time, it, it comes down to production, dog. Uh, and when we look at this old situation, it wasn't enough production. We saw those pictures, and I think I saw it on Twitter too, when you start to look at this, uh, you know, one year ago today. I love always doing one year ago today because what can happen is you can evaluate your progress. If you see a picture from last year and you was uh, in pretty good shape and this year you're fat, it can give you a little motivation. You're like, dang, bro, I was eating a whole lot in this last year. However, if you was big, wasn't doing much, and then in the year during the year you decided to get motivated to get back onto that that train and to continue to work out, and you you've lost a bunch of weight, you feel good about yourself. When we look back at the Cleveland Browns, I feel like man, we were out of shape. We we had a lot of dysfunction, and a lot of people was over exaggerating, overestimating their work. That's one of the most dangerous things you can do in this world is overestimate your worth to your employer, to your spouse, uh, to your friends, anybody. You're supposed to always continue to maintain those relationships, always continue to try to get better. And when you look at this story that leaked, and, and I talked to Jason Lloyd about it, who, who was part of the guy that, that wrote the story about the, the whole meeting uh, miscommunication. I look at it like this, man. I used to work in corporate America, and I had 40 people that reported to me. And I reported to somebody, right? And and so basically by default, they they were, you know, they, they had 40 people, including me and the rest of the team leaders under their, their guys as well. And sometimes there's things that you have to do and you have to pivot in, in life. 
Hey, look, I got to go put this fire out. Hey, I need to go do timesheets. Hey, let me talk to this person because they want to quit. Hey, let me talk to this person because they ain't showing up to work. There's so many different things and hats that you wear at the same time that sometimes things are going to happen. And that just goes to show you, like, the fact that Baker Mayfield couldn't understand that is ridiculous. Like, look, man, he's a head coach. Something going to happen sometimes. This is what is called being an adult, right? You know, hey, look, if, if you throw for 70-some-odd yards in that game and you threw two picks because you just got confused in the coverage, listen, you might want to sit in the corner and be cool and they'll get to you when they get to you. You, you This isn't. Once again, it's that it's that that arrogance. Like Kyrie Irving sitting there, you heard it at the end in his in his speech. At the end, Kyrie Irving says, "You know, we want to we're going to all take some leadership in this, and and what we're going to do is we're going to sit down and we're going to co-manage this thing, and all of us sit down." And you're looking at Kyrie like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Kyrie." hold on, hold on, hold on. You need to worry about whether or not you on the court or not. You ain't been on the court for whatever reason for the last three years with the Nets. Now you're going to sit here and you one of the reasons they taking L's and you're going to sit up here and elevate yourself to the to the levels of general, man. Stop, man. Quit. That's why and, and that's why you have no no takers on your, on your 40 some nine million dollars. The only person willing to take you back is LeBron because he's garbage and the Lakers are terrible too right now. So the thought process is, look, when you look at Baker Mayfield, you got to understand as a as a player, you're not in control of everything. You should be worried about the things you can control and understand. That shouldn't even have been a question. You say, you know what, coach? Yeah, you're right. Listen, hey, you get me get with me with when I can. I'm gonna be breaking down some film. Hey, coach, can you stay after film with me? Let's get. I want to get together with you on some stuff and we talk about some stuff. That's how men do it. If you want to be a leader, just say, no, listen, we'll, we got all day. Stefanski and them is there to eight o'clock at night. You can be there to eight o'clock at night. We, you know how easy to make 30 minutes up? We do this podcast all the time. We both got lives. You know what we do? We communicate. Hey, man, I got to go do this. I got to pick the wife up. You say, hey, I hey, got the girls, got a little function with my family. And we work it out like men. This stuff right here is, is unacceptable. And this is part of the reason why the Cleveland Browns couldn't get to what they wanted to do on the field because people's running around acting like they're 12 years old and don't understand nothing. The issue where it came from, and look, I'm sure Coach Stefanski and Baker Mayfield talk every Monday, talked every Monday, talked every day after a game. But one of the things people had always talked about with Miles Garrett is, look, it's one thing to be the star of this player on the field, on the defensive side of the ball, and be the great player that you are. But what you hope for with a player of that level is he is going to become someone even bigger than just what his talents are on the field. When something isn't going right, are you going to be a leader? Obviously, nothing went right that day in New England. And if you got Miles Garrett, and should he have? Shouldn't he have? Well, you can't, you know, can't put the genie, genie back in the lamp, so to speak. Miles Garrett was aggravated. Miles Garrett was pissed off. He felt his team did not play up to the level of their ability, and he felt some of it was on the coaching side of the ball. So when you finally ask, and they've been asking, they want Miles Garrett to be a leader, he showed leadership. And so the problem was is the next day, you're always meeting with your quarterback. You're always meeting with your quarterback. But now you had a situation where your and I think for all intents and purposes, everyone will agree Miles Garrett is the most talented player on the Browns roster. Nick Chubb may be the most valuable. Yes. Yep. But when Miles Garrett went out to the public, to the media, and said those words, 
you needed to sit down with your star player and say, all right, Miles, look, we understand you can't say everything, but obviously the floor is yours. Something is going wrong here. Because Miles didn't just speak on the behalf of himself. Obviously, this is something when you're sitting with your defensive line teammates on the sidelines, this is stuff that was coming up. You know, you look over, you see the linebackers are muttering about something. You see the defensive backs are muttering about something. Everyone feels there is some sort of confusion or something that is not being done. Either A, the way it was coached all week. This is the way we were prepped. Why, Why aren't we doing what we were prepped for? Or B, why are we not adjusting on the fly? That day, they were getting the ball shoved down their throats in the running game. I mean, physically beaten up. The running backs from the Patriots that day, they were getting the hole going through people. So either guys needed to be yanked off the field because they weren't playing up to their ability or changes needed to be made by the defensive coaching staff. So it led to a situation where the bigger problem at the time was Miles Garrett because when he went to the media, A, number one, this needed to be squashed. A, number two, he needed to be listened to. And the defensive coaching staff, along with the head coach, said, what changes do we have to make? Because if our star defensive player is going to the media and speaking this, we obviously have an issue on our hands. Did Baker handle it correctly? It certainly seems like he does not. Um, And yes, for you, Garrett, for your point there, it's the point of communication. There is no question about it. And look, a day after like that, you probably needed to meet with everybody, top of the shelf players, middle players. There were some players that needed to be sat down and spoken to and said, look, A, number one, what went on yesterday, as much as it was on the coaching staff, it's still a Cleveland Browns thing. Anybody associated with the Cleveland Browns that day looked terrible. They looked like the Browns of old that used to get spanked around the building. And it became something that we were not used to. So in that situation, it, it needed to be handled the way it was handled. Could it have been handled a lot easier? Two guys in one meeting. Who knows where the relationship maybe was between Baker and Garrett at the time. But those things certainly needed to be addressed. They needed to be handled better. And whatever way it was handled, people needed to react better to the way it was handled. We are going to get to number number 95, Air Garrett, if you will, taking to the court in Las Vegas um, for a little bit of uh, you know fun with the Cleveland Browns summer league team. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked on Browns. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you are celebrating a milestone moment, fine jewelry is unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft the perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your woman sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Browns listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, no space. Again, Locked On. Plus, every order is insured. It ships for free, and it arrives in a discreet package that won't give away with what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. I want to thank everybody out there right now. I think we're almost closing in on 1,700. 1,700 subscribers. That's a beautiful thing. We want to continue to keep those numbers going up. So what we need you to do, do us a favor. Go on to Locked On Browns Podcast. If you're watching this right now, go ahead and hit that little like button down there. Make sure that like button's on. Hit that notification bell and subscribe to the channel. So when the season comes around, training camp comes around, you'll get our videos first and foremost, and you'll be able to catch up and stay um, in contact with Garrett Bush. 
Garrett yes. Bush, I hate to disturb you real quick. Yeah. But we are over the 1900 Ooh. mark at Locked On Browns. So that 2K by July Ooh. 27th seems certainly well in reach. But hey. go on, and my good hey, friend. Hey, hold on. Listen, you can, hey, feel free to interrupt me anytime when you. When first things first. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate it, guys. 1900. I just, listen, that must have happened over the weekend. Shout out to y'all out here watching and rock, rocking and rolling. Yeah, we, must so be, we must be part of the barbecues, Garrett. I mean, we must be part of what's going on because, hey. you know, that was definitely a big jump from where we were at on Friday. Let's keep that moving, and we salute you guys out there. Uh, one person I do salute all, all often, and we talked about him a little bit in the first segment, is Miles Garrett, one of the most athletic freaks ever to come out of the uh, college football, tex- a, a college station, Texas A&M. Uh, the guy's a monster. I just saw him the other day. JOK throws him a oop. He's in socks. He's in socks dunking the basketball. I'm like, do you understand what kind of athletic ability you got to be now? My heart is in my throat every time he runs around and does anything. So if you haven't seen, the Cavs are in Summer League right now. In Summer League, it's just a place where people get together. Now, that's just like a little vacation. All the players come to this, come to Vegas, post up, watch the guys. Man, I like little unwritten little things like that. They go out there and, and watch the young guys play. And Miles Garrett was out there hanging out, and all of a sudden, he pulls up with the, with the Cavs jersey on, and he's in layup line. Now, we all know how layup line works. I played basketball in high school. Layup line, you got all the hops in the world. And, and layup line, and layup line, you fresh, you ready to go. Everybody's trying to show off their leaping ability. And Miles Garrett, we all know how he was. We know we watched the NBA, we watched the NBA All-Star Week, and we saw Miles Garrett getting his money off. But the funny part about it is, though, I don't think, Jeff, and maybe this is just me, I don't think people understand just how quite athletic football players are like they're they're marveled that he can dunk and i'm just saying there's probably everybody you think uh, jadavion Clowney can't dunk <laughs> like you think chase winovich can't dunk like every everybody these guys literally are are go to the combine and we're like wow he has a 38 inch vertical he has a 30 defensive backs i mean these guys got fast twitch muscle muscles my pound for pound defensive backs are some of the most crazy people in the world like they're faster than sprinters almost they can they change the direction as elite they they got the ability to jump 38 39 40 inches so all these guys dunk the basketball i just think sometimes people don't understand how athletic basketball or football players are because they're in pads all the time and they look like they're just tackling people um but they, they're great athletes especially guys that are your defensive ends well, the funny thing is here, um, and I, I think there's a little bit more to this that maybe a lot of people are not discussing. Um, the way this Browns roster is currently constructed, with Deshaun Watson being your new quarterback, the Browns need a face of the franchise. You really can't do this with Deshaun Watson. Um, Deshaun Watson can do you know what he chooses to do, charity-wise, that type of things. But there's still going to be a large portion of this city, this fan base, that doesn't want to see Deshaun Watson showing up representing the Cleveland Browns. Um, it's just a fact. Um, could it possibly change down the road? It's certainly the case. Um, but whether you loved him or not, Baker Mayfield did a lot of these things. You know, went to Indians, now Guardians games. Uh, you know, showed up places for charity events, showed up to social events. Um, if this team is going to be as good as people think it's going to be, you know, who's going to be that face? Who's going to be, oh, must be big, Miles Garrett's in the house. So I think part of this was was kind of uniting 
these sports teams, the Cavs, the Browns, you know, we've certainly seen players at Guardians games over the years. Um, a number one, it was, you know, get my these guys getting to say, oh, well, you know, hey, I mean, we really haven't met the Cavs veterans yet, but, you know, right now the toast of this town, um, you know, possible defensive player of the year candidate year in, year out for the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett. He's here to, you know, give us a talk, give us a pep talk, you know, say, hey, you know, you know, y'all ready for this city, you know, things you're going to look forward to within this city. I'm totally with you. Him out there, I see him shoot a three in the layup line. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. The next thing you know, it's the double pound, middle of the lane, two-handed slam. Oh, please, please, please. I, 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 it gives me the same heart palpitations that exhibition football does. You know, I, I basically watch it with one, one hand over one eye. Please be all right. Please be all right. Please be all right. And you, know, right. And you know what, Jeff, is so crazy is we've seen world-class athletes like Kevin Durant and Kobe Bryant, Terry Achilles heels, and they play basketball for a living. So we're just sitting there thinking like, come on, man. Come on, can't. Come on, bro. Do us a favor. <laughs> like you understand it's part of like the cardio he does and it is it's great cardio um as far as you know even keeping yourself in shape and all of that stuff but it's certainly scared the living daylights out of you and the other thing is but you look at players like lebron james and that's the reason why miles garrett's foot base, basketball career stopped where it did look he's six foot five he's 270 pounds he's probably bigger than charles barkley was but you want to know what that ain't big enough in today's nba Back in the day, you were a two, you were a three, six foot five. You're maybe a one now. Uh, you know, so, so like he was six foot five, ain't big enough to be in the NBA. Um, you know, even you know at his girth, at his size, um, and we've seen the things. But I mean, if you put Miles Garrett, and maybe in the summer league, you could see a thing or two out of Miles Garrett. But where these guys are as players in the NBA compared to where you know Miles Garrett's basketball abilities, not even close. Granted, you know Miles has just been you know somebody who played it for fun, for conditioning, all that type of stuff the last few years. Um, you know, could there be a way he could contribute a little bit? Sure. But you look at this amazing athlete, and that's why you understand, you know, guys will be multi-sport athletes growing up. But then eventually you go to one route like Miles, Dar Miles Garrett did. Obviously, it worked out. Number one overall pick. He is now um, on his second contract in the NFL with well over $100 million. But it was fun to see. But I think the underlining fact that nobody really focused on with all of this is, is there is a new face of the Cleveland Browns. And it is going to be Miles Garrett. Um, Nick Chubb ain't his bag, man. We all know that. As much as we all love Nick Chubb. You know, whenever somebody's, you know, asked, well, we don't hear much about you, this, that, and the other thing. Oh, did you ever see a commercial for a Lamborghini? I mean, you know, Nick Chubb, it just, it's just not his thing. And that's okay. It's not for everybody. But you, what came from me and what I saw this weekend with Miles Garrett out there in Vegas, representing the Cavs, certainly representing the city, certainly representing the Browns, was is there is a new face of this Cleveland Browns football team, and it is Miles Garrett. Couldn't agree more. I think he stamped himself. Um, especially given that quarterbacks are usually the face of your franchise. Obviously, you know, uh, you know, we got a quarterback that's going through a bunch of stuff in the legal system and trying to figure out when he's going to get back on the field. So I think Miles Garrett, by default, he takes his the defensive players, you know, to Miami. He's been more vocal. He's talked more. And I need you to carry that over against the first game against the Cleveland or against the Carolina Panthers. I need that same energy. I need you to have them boys ready to go against Baker Mayfield because that's going to be a doozy. But Miles Garrett is the new sheriff in town. We are going to get to the latest uh, Deshaun Watson news here in a second. Your latest Locked On Browns, your hosts, Mr. Garrett Bush and Jeff Lloyd. 
Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Ben, the NHL Stanley Cup, and of course, Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best an easiest way to check in on all your favorite sporting events, including the MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Locked on Browns podcast in the building. Thank you guys for making uh, Locked on Browns uh, your first listener today. You continue to support us um, wherever you get your podcast at. And also support us on YouTube. Hit that like button, that notification bell, and follow us at GBush91 on Twitter and at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on Twitter as well. And don't forget, do Locked on Browns as well. Go follow them us over there as well. Now, let, when we looked at this thing and we talked about Deshaun Watson, it, w- it wouldn't be a Locked on Browns podcast if we didn't get the Deshaun Watson read in. <laughs> so we got to <laughs> get our customary one mention of Deshaun Watson. And right now, Sue Robinson is looking over briefings. I believe the briefings were uh, the last day was either yesterday or Friday or today is the last day for briefings uh, or or sometime this week. Um, And I think people believe that, you know, you're going to automatically just get you a a verdict coming down in the punishment or whatever is going to happen within the next couple of days. I don't think that's that's very likely. I don't think that's reasonable. You know, one of the things and why it's going to take some time is what she's going to do when you're in any, any sort of mediation, arbitration, uh, and there, there needs to be something that is is agreed upon for both sides. She's going to do her due diligence and looking at all the briefings, looking at all the, the contemporaries notes. She's going to make sure that she has all the information possible before she lends and gives a verdict. And here's the thing. It's smart for the, her to do that. Because what she wants to do is make it as ironclad as possible on either side. She wants to say, if you guys want, because mind you, she's a former federal judge. She has a reputation. She has a, per, she, she has, uh, you know, a reputation as far as what she stands on in, in her uh, credibility. And she's not going to throw that out of the window just because she wants to, people think she's going to be a pawn for the NFL. If they were going to find a pawn, they could have got somebody else, right? Or just continue to make the decisions and have Roger Goodell be the judge, jury, and executioner by himself. Now, I think she wants to take her time, get everything right the first time, and then when she presents, she's going to say, you guys are going to have to look long and hard and try to, to try to get this thing changed because I'm going to make something, that a verdict that is really rooted in the facts, rooted in precedent, and ruin, or just, just really rooted in whether or not what the testimony says and what the testimony doesn't. And I think that's the good good and positive thing about it uh, because then we can have one verdict. The goal is for everybody, and this is what Browns fans, Dr. Sean Watson should, should, should be thinking. If they can get a verdict and they get one verdict, they don't have to go back and, and back and forth about um, appealing stuff. You can get whatever you're going to get, keep it moving, and then you can move on with your season and figure out where you want to go. You have a roadmap now. But the worst thing that can happen is she, she make a, a knee-jerk reaction, a knee-jerk verdict, and all of a sudden, we're, Deshaun Watson and the NFL Players Association go ham. They go crazy 
and then they just say, "Oh goodness, we're gonna have to, we're gonna sue, we're gonna, we're gonna take this thing further, we're gonna fight it." That's not what anybody wants, and that's not what Deshaun Watson uh, should want either. So I think she'll be re- very calculated in her judgment. So this is basically where we're at. Basically, each side this week is due to hand in briefs. Basically, what it is is you know one side is going to say we proved our case. Here is why they didn't prove their case. Here are the examples of them not proving their case. A, B, C, D, subset one, subset, you know, obviously a whole bunch of legal ease that most of us are not equipped in or did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Um, Now, most feel, and this was coming from Justine, that decision is still probably weeks away, which could lead possibly to train camp, which certainly doesn't favor the Cleveland Browns in any way whatsoever, because they have to either A, get their brand new quarterback ready, um, if not, they have to get plan B, Jacoby Brissett, ready for September 11th in Carolina. Um, the NFL side, she has a source that believes that they maybe have their burden of proof in. We've certainly heard contradictory on the other way. Um, part of the problem with the NFL proving their case is also going to the legal system with the same evidence, did not find a way to charge Deshaun Watson with any wrongdoing whatsoever. I don't know what the civil cases hold as far as a burden of proof. Um, you know, we, a lot of people will say, oh, well, Deshaun Watson paid people off. There is the counterpoint of there are a lot of rich people within the United States who have paid people off to make a problem go away. Hell, it is essentially what this country was built upon. So it all makes for a very, very difficult spot. The one way to get a resolution and get a suspension early is if the two parties were to agree on a number. If that is met and that does happen, I have a feeling that is going to favor the Browns and Deshaun Watson. I don't think the Browns or Deshaun Watson are going to fold for a number that's going to make the league feel good or look good about what they did here. Um, It would be something maybe where the league just said, all right, it's four, it's six, whatever it is. And it's all put together. It all it's it's done. It's over with. You know, he serves the suspension. He comes back. You know, October-ish. If you're saying four six games, and that's where it's at. Um, you know, again, these are stuff that gets tiresome to speak about. Um, you know, again, we're, neither one of us are legal analysts. We are football analysts. We pretend to be football analysts. <laughs> but you know, this is we're, we're getting close. You know, but I'd say we're, we've maybe hit the red zone. We, we are not at the one-yard line. We're probably not even inside the 10. We're certainly not at the five. But I'd say if we're matriculating the ball down the field here and getting a final word on a suspension for Sean Watson, Garrett, we have reached the red zone. Yeah, we're there. Um, we're at the goal line. We're trying to punch the ball over and get uh, get some points on the board. Uh, so what we need is no turnovers, no false starts, and, uh, and please catch the ball and don't put the ball on the turf. So hopefully – uh, within the next couple of days, we can get this uh, this cleared up within a week or so. Um, and then I think uh, everybody will can go back and start focusing on, on the game, um, which is what we like to do preferably. That's that's what we like to do. I've been watching around, looking at film work and all kind of stuff. I'm kind of thirsty and dry for some activity. I'm looking forward to those pads to get cracking, and then we can go from there, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, Mr. Garrett Bush. Um, we've gotten to a bunch here today. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, we knew it was going to come. You know, once the final player was out of the building, Baker Mayfield, 
um, you know, anybody who had something was going to you know, rush to get it out of there. Um, my, my feelings on this is what the hell does it matter now? None of it matters now. It's all over. They're all gone. So, you know, I don't know if you all want to sit here and, and choose a side on a player that is no longer affiliated with this team, have at it, man. I'm on a 2022. Uh, I'm all about 2022. I am all about July 27th. Oh, Miles Garrett. Um, and what should have been taken away from him showing up yesterday in Vegas at the Summer League with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, you know, wouldn't be a day, wouldn't be an episode without your latest Deshaun Watson legal ease. Um, so he is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, uh, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday. Make sure you're checking that out. Um, Garrett and some of the guys over there, look, if the breaking news comes, they found a way to you know add to their daily content over there. So make sure you're checking that out. Every Saturday morning over at the Barbershop, 92.3 The Fan. Garrett puts you together three solid hours to get your weekend started Saturday morning. So make sure you're uh, peep, uh, peeking in or you know, throwing your ears on while you're on the car. You know, running off to the lake or you know, kids travel games, whatever it may be. Make sure you're following at GBush91. Myself at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open, as everybody knows. Uh, best way to stay in touch with you loyal folks who are with us every single day. Whether it is your favorite podcast platform, whether it is YouTube, we appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen day in, day out. So again, many, many thanks with the help um, as far as you know, the growth of the show here as we take it over to YouTube now as well means a ton, and we appreciate all of you in that respect. Um, all of this being said, be back tomorrow. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope you find a way to kick Monday's can and have yourself a great week here. Um, you know, enjoying the summer, but look, for some of us, summer's going to close here in about two weeks. I'm ready for it. I said, get me the 4th of July. I see fireworks. I'm ready to call it football season. That's just the way it is. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.